0: This is part 5 in our series Marriage Through the Years: Moving Day. In this series, we are exploring the different circumstances that couples can find themselves in through the years of their marriage.
1: And as we start today's show, listen to this quote from Deepak Chopra. He said, "All great changes are preceded by chaos." And that's so true when it comes to making a move that there's a lot of chaos oh, gosh, before there the great is. change and We're going to be really digging into that in today's show, but first we start each show with a hug. and A hug is an opportunity for you to hear from someone in the one family, someone whose marriage has been transformed, they've had breakthrough. and This week's hug is brought to you by Lola and we're going to be sharing more about this company a little bit later in the show and how they're changing feminine care for women both in and out of the bedroom. And This hug comes from an email message that we received that started off by saying, I started listening to your podcast about two years ago. And my husband quickly became curious about the podcast and we started listening to it together in the car. Awesome. We completed the seven days of sex challenge. Mm -hmm. It was hard, but we did it. Our marriage has grown so much stronger because of your advice. I grew up going to a very small Christian private school and only being told that sex was bad outside of marriage, of course, but they never taught us the other side of things. I won't say they stopped me from making bad decisions, but the constant negativity towards sex followed me in life. When we got married, I still felt like it was wrong, like I shouldn't be partaking. When we had our first daughter, and after that, I knew I wanted to change things. Your podcast has helped me so much. Mm. My husband is getting home from a two-month deployment soon, and I cannot wait to see him. We are jumping right back in, even with a two-year-old and a four-month-old. Thank you for all you do. Keep it up love and she included their their hashtag which is their team and their last name i love it yeah it was it's so good it's amazing to see that it's amazing to see you all take on that idea of like in our case it would be team de lorenzo or team smith or team jones or team williams or whatever your last name may be and really embracing that and you know it's such a vital component to the series of marriage through the years this idea of the two of you being on the same team and you know it's been incredible to hear Through the comments or the emails we received, how you're connecting with the different shows in this series. Mm -hmm. You know, part one was newlywed, part two, child rearing years, part three, chore war, Mm -hmm. right? Part four, work life balance. And as you heard Tony say at the start of the show, today we're talking about moving day. And and whether it's moving houses or moving jobs, just about every couple is going to have to face this at some point in time in their married life.
0: Well, I would say there's, there's definitely going to be that time when you move in together.
1: Right. So there's at least one.
0: There's there's one there. And, and yes, we get it. Some of you moved in before you got married, got it. And yet there are others who haven't mm-hmm. and they're moving in together. And there are some of you who've been in separate places and, you know, or you're in your first place. That first apartment, Elisa and I still remember our first apartment together down in Palm Desert, California, this little two bedroom place. It was a great, it was, it was a great community. I mean, Palm Springs has really cool and Palm Desert has, I mean, we had the pool right down the way from us and all of that. But, you know, from there we moved to another one Mm -hmm. and we moved to another one and we're going to share a bit of our moves in the episode here.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, we asked all of you, you know, what did you think, what do you think is more stressful? is it more stressful to move to a new home or to move to a new job and 66% of you say that moving to a new home is more stressful hmm. and it was interesting cuz i was doing some research on this to see what all the you know the psychologists say and there's um, one of the most uh, popular stress inventories is called the Holmes Ray Life Stress Inventory. And it actually scores all of the work-related changes. So being fired, retirement, changing to different work, and changes in work hours or conditions, they all score as being higher stress inducers than changing residence. But here's the deal. This is the one extraordinary marriage show. So we talk about what's going on in your lives. That's right.: So a lot of today is going to focus on the stress in moving homes, but the strategies are actually going to apply regardless of what type of move the two of you are facing. and you know there are so many reasons that moving is stressful. You guys shared with us You know it's the logistics of trying to figure out all of the moving parts. It's the money that just seems to constantly be going out for stuff that you've got to do. It's the sense of sadness and isolation of you know leaving old friends mm-hmm. and moving to a place where you might not know people it's the mental and physical exhaustion it's feeling out of place it's having to make so many decisions about what you know it's the whole keep toss and donate pile yes and what goes into each pile and and for a lot of you too it's feeling like you're doing all the work and these all contribute to that sense of stress and
0: can i just say one thing too yeah. with moving day it doesn't matter if you're moving from an apartment to a condo you're gonna rent, to from a condo to a home you're gonna rent, to the home you're renting, to purchasing one, to selling one, to buying another, you know, those are all factors as well. Mm -hmm. And each of them bring their own challenges. Because hey, Elise and I have been renting for some time now, In, in this San Diego market, trying to find a place to rent that's decent within the budget we had set for that, is tough. Mm-hmm. And it's no different than, hey, trying to find a, your first home and coming up with the financing or that next home or the next place. So all of that still gets put into that, I would think as well, right? Absolutely. As, uh, the stress part Absol- of it.
1: I mean, it, a move is a move, right? And again, and I would even add to that, it doesn't move, matter if you're moving, you know, d- two blocks down the road or if you're moving across country.
0: Or up, upgrading or downsizing.
1: Exactly. It's all, it's all part of those factors. And, you know, it was interesting as we started talking about doing this show ourselves, we started talking about the number of moves that we've made. Mm-hmm. And I, I actually listed, I'm not going to bore you guys with all the details, but I listed all of our moves. And in the first five, six years of our marriage, of our relationship together, we moved nine times.
0: Because Elise and I were, the, were was that couple that we did move in together prior to marriage.
1: Well, and yes, so we had that. We, you know, lived with my parents. We lived with his parents. We got, you know, we bounced around like every, it seemed like nine to 12 months here in Southern California. And then we're up to, you know, Spokane, Washington. And then, you know, in the last, so I guess that was the first six years, the last 17 years, we've only had four moves. So a total of 13 moves though, in 23 years, 24 years uh, since we moved in together. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's so funny because I remember sitting in my in-laws' kitchen, and somehow we were talking about moves one day with with my mother-in-law, and she's like, "Oh well, I have them all written down," and no joke, you guys, she had an index card for every single like it was like on a key ring because we'd had so many moves, and she's like, "Well, you just never know when you're going to need these past addresses," <laughs> and. There were seriously times in those first few years, you know, you go to fill out an application and they're like, please list all residences for the last, you know, two to five years. And I'd be like, hey, mom, uh, I need those addresses. Yeah. Right. Because we were on this perpetual... Does she still
0: have that? I wonder if she does. I wouldn't doubt if she still has that.
1: Or, or at least like the last 10 years, she probably has. Probably. Yeah. She may have given up the early ones, but you know, it was... It was such a tangible representation of how much change mm-hmm. Tony and I had in those early years and you know a lot of you the average number of moves in the one family is like four point eight six okay so just under five and the job changes is just a little bit lower but for both of those for moves and I know some of this is because we have many of you that are military, I think the highest number of moves that we had was eighteen. Wow right?
0: yeah if you're a military family, there's just a lot of movement and Living here in San Diego, we have tons of folks and friends of ours who are in the military and some of them who've moved up through the ranks and are older and you talk to them and you hear about all the moves that they have made and gone and, you know, we did a a one year stint here, a two year there, We, we, we were stationed here for a little bit more, and then we came back seaside and or stateside and then we left to go, you know overseas again. And so yeah, 18. Wow.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That was the highest number. For I me. wonder
0: how many years they were married at that point. I didn't actually ask yeah, that question. Cause that would time. be interesting too, to see, you know,
1: how many moves and how many years in how many years, yeah.
0: because that, that makes a big difference. Cause you could be moving, you know, you, what did you say? The average was 4.6. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, what if that's in six years, Right. you know, but I, I'm just saying it, it, that's still, quite a bit. And when you take everything and you get, and you have kids and it grows, I mean, that's one of the bigger things I think when we begin to move and we get older is if you have the kids, it's not simple. Like we could put everything we had in the back of the car or the back of the truck when we were younger. Now it's, you know, you haul trucks and
1: the big moving trucks and... move,
0: or multiple trucks and trips.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. And you know, the thing with moving is that it really highlights the differences between you and your spouse, because you're under this, it's like you're in a pressure cooker, right? You're in this amplified stress situation and you know, you adjusted, you know, as you've been married for a while, you adjust to kind of the day-to-day, the routine stress that you have, but with a move, there's a definite beginning and there's a definite deadline. Sure. And even the lingering, you know, the beauty of a move is that all of the boxes that you packed up theoretically have to get unpacked. So it's not just the move. It's what happens after the move.
0: Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Tony's
1: having like crazy flashbacks oh. in front of me right now.
0: And it's just the stacks of boxes like unpacked. And then the stack of boxes that have, or, or the packed boxes that you have to unpack. And then the, the stack of unpacked boxes that are just sitting in your garage or in your living room. and they, And you're just like, now I got to get rid of all these boxes. And luckily with online and Facebook and other social media, you can get rid of them pretty quickly now with friends who are yeah, moving.
1: We didn't have that, that privilege early on in our marriage. But, but
0: recently, our more recent moves, we've always just put them up and just said, hey, somebody take them.
1: That's how we get most of our boxes. And that's too. how we
0: get them too. Yeah.
1: Yes. That whole budget thing. But you know, as you get into this moving place, like you may find that one of you is a pack rat and one of you is a purger, And you may not know that, really know that until you start to do the whole packing thing and somebody's like look we don't need any of this we haven't used it in the last 6 months like don't take it and the other ones touch literally touching everything they're like oh do you remember this do you remember when we got this I don't want to, I don't want to get rid of this. Or you have one of you who is like super organized and it's got like the whole timeline on what the move's going to look like and, and what goes in each box and every project box has a manager.
0: label. Project manager. It's the, the chart or what, what's that called? The the uh, GAT. Oh. You know the chart though? Where, yeah, yeah. No, I, I have a know, client that like sent me the chart like total, that. Yeah. total, project management and just like, this is happening here on this date and this date and the overlaps and things that are going on mm-hmm. like, or Nat chart, whatever that I don't know called. what that's
1: called. All you project managers are like, you can get, guys, you get can it get, right. You can get on me. So you have that, and then you have the person, you know. And so every box is like perfectly packed. And then you have the the other spouse who might be like, "Look, it's an open box. I'm just gonna throw whatever's in it." And you could have like the kitchen stuff in with the the bathroom stuff, and just one thing that made me think of when you're talking about, <laughs> you know, the military is I've learned from friends who are in you know different branches of the military that when the military movers come, they will just pack up a room. Yes. They don't care what's in it. So if you haven't emptied out your trash. You may find your trash, like your bathroom trash, just gets all like put in a box and, and you take it wherever you're going,
0: right? Yes, you are.
1: So, you know, think about that when you're doing your own packing. You may also feel just the sense of, I'm so overwhelmed. And that sense of overwhelm of so much having to get done in such a short time will lead to shorter patience. Mm-hmm. Any of you share this? Oh, yes. Shorter tempers, mm-hmm. right? Where everything just feels like a, like a match. Striking.
0: And for me, for some reason, I feel like the, the prime time to move is summer. So on top of the intensified stress and the the pressure and the short fuse, now you add summer heat to it and, you know, you're just depleted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're John, I mean, you, you you don't put on the AC in the place because all the doors are open and you're just sweating and there's, just, oh gosh.
1: Can you tell we've made a few moves in the summer? <laughs> just a few. I
0: will, I will say like just recently we renewed our lease here uh, where we live in San Diego. And when our property manager came through, I was talking to her and I said, listen, we will stay here as long as we can. I go, we just signed another year lease. I go, the next one that comes up, we need to make sure we get that because I have one more year for my boy to finish high school. And I go, and we just got to just keep, keep that going. Like we're good. As long as you guys are good. Cause I think of this and I just go, Oh, I don't want to do that until the kids are done. Mm -hmm. And then Elisa and I are even now thinking about what is that next move and what does it look like once the kids leave? So, but I, I get it because a move coming into here, oof, it was a rough one.
1: Oh yeah. Cause that was, it was, and that's another factor that leads to stress. Sometimes you're forced to make moves unexpectedly.
0: And that one, our last one was an unexpected one. We were, we were expecting to re-sign a lease. We had actually talked to them. We, we had
1: actually signed it.
0: That's what I was going to say. We signed it. Um, they hadn't, what had happened is the woman who owned that, that property, she was the original owner. And she ended up passing away. She was in her 90s. So she lived a full life. And she ended up passing away. And so the kids said, you know what? Mom's passed. We don't want this property anymore. Personally, I think that mom had to go through or be in um, senior assisted living. living. And I just personally feel like she was there for a while. And the kids were just like, hey, man, we got to pay that off. Mm -hmm. Um, But they never signed it. They came to us and said, "Hey you guys, we're going to sell the property." And we're like,
1: "No." Like, but I signed the lease and he, and the property manager's like, "Yes, but it was not countersigned." I was like, "Are uh, you kidding me?" So then Are you kidding? And, and so that was an unexpected move. And that was actually after summer because the kids were already back in school. And so you have all of these dynamics of, oh, my gosh, I've got kids in school. We've got to move. And and then you get into this place of how many decisions. I mean, we talk about decision fatigue when it comes to, you know, figuring out where you guys are going to go on dates Mm -hmm. and and what the intimacy lifestyle is going to look like. And so there are all these other things that we talk about to really reduce decision fatigue and, and make that ability to connect with your spouse so much more significant, but then you throw a move on top of that. And you know, it's not just, like I said earlier, what gets, you know, kept tossed and donated. It's what do we do with all this stuff? It's how, what do I, when do I start services over here? And when do I end the services and, and who's gonna watch the kids while I'm trying to pack and who's gonna do the packing and do we get movers? And, and you just feel like, ah, oh, oh my gosh.
0: It reminds me of an episode we did, emotional exhaustion. Mm -hmm. where um you're just so there's so many emotions happening in this time period um that you are just emotionally exhausted
1: because it's also exciting to be going someplace new Like we're talking a lot about the stress and whatnot. But on top of that, you have this anticipation, this excitement. Maybe you're going to a new job. Maybe it's your dream home. Maybe it's all these things. And even with the excitement and the positive feelings that you have towards the move, there's still stress,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: right? You can be excited about your move and still feel the stress. And you can feel like your communication with your spouse is really strained. Virtually every move that Tony and I have made has resulted in at least one epic confrontation. Maybe the early ones not as much because we didn't have as much stuff, but the ones since we've had kids, I feel like there's always this just back and forth tension. And, and you know, we're going to get into that. We're going to talk about having a game plan because you know, moving is a factor in in life. But before we do that, we do want to thank this week's sponsor, and that's Lola. And Lola is a female-founded company that is offering a line of organic cotton tampons, pads, and liners. And the beauty about Lola is that they are now offering sex products too. Lola makes your whole month easier by letting you choose your mix of products, the absorbency that you need, the frequency that you desire, and you can change, add, or cancel your subscription at any time. And I just, I just want to like throw it out there. Like how convenient is it that you can do all of that and get the sex products that you need delivered right to your front door? Like I'm talking condoms, wipes, and personal lubricant. And for us, like one of the things I get excited about is that the water or the lubricant is Mm water-based. So it's an easy one for the shower. And the fact that it's like this mess-free pump makes it fabulous for travel. This is the one that I'm always pulling out and this goes in our travel bag because I don't have to worry about. I like having the water base because that's just convenient wherever we are and not having to worry about spillage. That's also an amazing thing. And for 40% off your first month subscription, visit mylola.com and enter OEM when you subscribe. Definitely pick up the condoms. Those are actually-
0: Hey, they were great. I loved them. I tested them. I don't need to use them every single time because Elisa got snipped and we're good. So I'm just saying for, for, for our birth control, we don't have to use condoms anymore. So I'm very thankful for that. But I did test them out a number of times to make sure that we could get behind them or I could get behind and say, I liked it. In all honesty, I felt like they were one of the more pleasurable ones. Like I could, there was more pleasure. I could feel more using that their condoms.
1: And just as a side note, from time to time, we do still use condoms when cleanup is a factor.
0: Yeah, that is true. That is true. We okay. do still keep them around.
1: Yeah. So again, for 40% that's like
0: outside, that's like when we're outside the house and outside the bed, well,
1: you got to be prepared. Yes. So for 40% off your first month subscription, again, go to visit mylola.com and enter OEM when you subscribe. Can we all just take a deep breath and say that moving is stressful? It, it is.
0: Can, can we just really, and honestly just say it sucks at times It does I, because it, it does. And that is what comes out of my mouth. I know when I am dealing with like some, like having to move our massive king size bed.
1: It, I thought you were going to talk about our dining room table.
0: Well, that one is, that one is a bit easier because it's rigid. It, it's the king size bed, especially when we have the two story home, like we are in now and you're trying to move it up the the stairs and it's like the top part is just all over the place. It, it just, ugh.
1: Uh, okay. There so, you go. so, moving is not anyone's like absolute favorite. Okay? You're not alone. But you have to have a plan. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just like when we talk to people about, you know, they're going on vacation and we talk to them about the vacation planner or, you know, we talk to couples about what does it look like to schedule sex and we talk about the intimacy lifestyle planner. Have a moving plan do it because it's going to make your life easier. So like start thinking about what are all the logistics that need to be handled and who is going to do them, right? And, and that who is going to do them, whether it's husband or wife, could be based on availability
0: or kids
1: or kids or what their strengths are. And I will tell you guys in all of our moves, maybe not all, but I would say the majority of them, I've been the one to handle the logistics, Mm -hmm. and that's been based on the fact that my schedule gave me more flexibility to do that and I actually also often pack more than Tony does again because of because of scheduling and because I'm the one that once I know we're moving like in my head says we know we're moving start packing Mm -hmm. And, and and I'm just and he's like we have time to pack and I'm like nope I got boxes we're gonna start packing he's like you've got boxes all over the house I'm like I'm packing I'm packing and what I want to say to this, because it really came up in a lot of the comments, is that if, if that's how you're wired and you're handling the logistics and you're like starting to pack because of all this, moving doesn't have to be a scorekeeping event where you're like, oh, well, I'm doing all of it. You may be doing all of it mm-hmm. because of the dynamics in your marriage. Like I- I'm just going to tell you. And there have been times early on in our marriage where I was like, yeah, like why do I have to do this all? And then, I, you know, when I take a step back and take that deep breath and say, because Tony's out there, you know, making money, (laughs) he's making this move possible, like do your part, Mm -hmm. right? What's, what's the discussion that the two of you need to have around what stays and what goes the whole packing and purging and what's your personality around this?
0: Mm -hmm. Are you the touchy feely? Like you need to go through every single thing and touch it and see it and determine that may drive your spouse nuts. Mm -hmm. And so for you guys to do that together, you really need to think about that because your spouse is getting frustrated and you're like, Oh, but we really need to look at all this stuff. And no, you need to look at all this stuff. I don't like, I'm cool. You want to go look through all that. It's, it's your pile of things that you want. I'm going to go through my things and I'm going to just get rid of what I got to get rid of. And we're going to just, I'm going to just make it happen. And sometimes I think that's what we have to realize in marriage is that we don't have to do everything together.
1: Amen to that. Like we
0: don't need to be hip to hip, side to side. This, this is a task we need to get done and our personalities during this time will come out Mm -hmm. and go to your strengths, but don't force your spouse to have to sit by you. And, And for those of you who are purgers, don't force your spouse to get rid of every single item because to them, it it matters. Those are memories. They they love them. That's who they are. So honor and respect that and vice versa. Honor and respect your purging spouse who's more than happy to go through the garage. Get rid of all their, their stuff that they haven't used or touched since the last time you moved. Mm-hmm. Boom. Get a big old donation pile. Call somebody. Bring it there. They will be more than happy to take it.
1: Well, and before you even start packing box one, you need to have the conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and who's going to be primarily responsible for the packing right because if it's if it's the the purger then the the one that likes to keep everything may need to go through first and say this is all the stuff that I absolutely need to keep right because mm-hmm. your purging spouse is going to be like we don't need any of this you pack up the stuff that you absolutely have to have and if it's the one who you know likes to keep everything then you need to leave your your purging spouse like you two need to separate this right and if you're the one that likes to purge and the the packer spouse is you know the one doing the packing don't get irritated that you're taking absolutely everything to a new house right that <laughs> you may be taking everything it's okay just pack the boxes and get them on the truck but you you've got to know that dynamic because otherwise it leads to a lot of frustration and and instead of being you know on opposite sides instead of butting heads instead of causing tension ask yourselves how you can support the other person mhm because moving is is a process for everybody. Another area you need to tackle is what's your budget, right? Moving Mm. costs money. I don't care if you have movers, I don't care if you're in the military, like there are always expenses associated Mm -hmm. with moving and you may not be able to give a full budget like, okay, where you're gonna spend X number of dollars and not a penny more because I will tell you the minute you say that something's going to come up you weren't expecting, but have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Can you get boxes for free? Can you get friends to help you move? Do you need to reconnect that service at the new house? Or, or, you know, what does it look like? Don't be afraid to have the financial discussion. Do these types of things, right? Because if you can bridge the gap, like one of our summit partners said about financial intimacy was that, you know, as they as they developed the strength around their financial intimacy, it changed all of the dynamics in their marriage. And so- you know, it's one of those things that you can do as well. And it is so critical around this idea of moving. And then finally, the two of you need to discuss, I mean, as part of your game plan for moving, how are you going to stay connected during a time that by nature actually works to pull you apart from each other?
0: Yeah. And, and I would say both emotionally, spiritually, sexually, financially, the all the intimacies come into play. Not recreationally in this one, but the other, the other ones for sure, they all come into play in this moment of moving mm-hmm. and how are you doing And, and each of us are going to do it differently. It's going to be different for each move, depending on where you're going. Mm-hmm. Like our moves, when we moved from orange County to Spokane, Washington, that, that was a much different way and how we needed to stay connected than our move just right here in San Diego. You know, because I left when I left for uh, Spokane, I was up there a month or a month and a half before Elisa was going to show up. And then 9 11 happened and we had to work through that. And was she going to be able to make it up, you know, because of that and what we were going to do? And so staying emotionally connected mm-hmm. during that time was very key because we were apart from each other for about a month and a half. Mm-hmm. So there was no sexual connection locally. It's much different. I will say for some of the last moves that we have done, I know we typically don't have sex the first day we're back in or we are in the new place. It's Mm -hmm. usually, we we usually know because it's a long day and we give ourselves the grace to just go, okay, like, because for us too, it's, it's exciting. It's something new. We want to christen the new place. And yet at the same time, it's like, holy crud, we just worked a long day, got everything done. Let's just shower and let's just get let's at least just sleep in our bed tonight. Mm -hmm. And then within the next day or so, though, we've discussed that, like, let's be intimate. Let's be sexually intimate in our new home. There's no, there's no question on my side. There's no question on her side. What's that going to look like? You know, for the emotional side, let's get that coffee break in. Mm -hmm. Let's make it to a coffee shop. Let's make it to a local Starbucks. Let's make sure we get that on board, even if the house is a mess, we still want to stay emotionally connected.
1: And, and you know, some of these things may be abbreviated in the season where you, you don't have a lot of time. But as with everything that we share with you guys here, at one, how can you be intentional? We know statistically that you guys are going to go through moves. We know statistically that, that it's going to happen. So don't just leave a move to chance. Don't just say, well, you know what? Like, we just got to get the boxes packed and the moving truck. It's, how can we actually draw closer in an event that would typically pull couples apart, set yourselves apart in this space?
0: Yeah. So as we end, many of you may not even be moving anytime soon. Like that's not even on your radar. Totally get it. We totally understand it. But when it is, or you know somebody who it might be, let them know, like give them, give them the gift of going, Hey, I know you're moving. Listen to this. Take a listen because I care about you and we care about you and your marriage that we want to see you thrive through this season because each of us are going to go through, through the years. We are going to experience this one way or another. Join us next week for part six in our marriage through the year series where we talk about what's going on with my body. Love you guys. Have a fantastic week and we will catch you next week. Love you guys.